Welcome back to Happy Brain. My name is Sean Block. Thank you so much for joining us. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. We're smack down in the middle of it in 2023. And I have one of my favorite episodes that I've recorded in a long time because I really connected with our guest, Chris Gladys. And he specifically talks about anxiety. And he wrote a book, which I've started reading, which is amazing, called When My Mind Screams. So if you this episode is for you. If you've ever had thoughts just gotten away from you, you felt that feeling of kind of pressure and overthinking and just had that sense of anxiety, which I think a lot of us have had. And this conversation really connected because I related a lot to his his background and some of the things he talked about, even from, he's a professional filmmaker. I'm not a professional filmmaker, but I have made a documentary so I can relate on, on that sense. And he's very much a creative. And he is a director in uh, for uh, some of his work that he does now. But for this episode, we talk about his book, When Anxiety, when, when Your Mind Screams About Anxiety. So please take note of this. And as you're going through Mental Health Awareness Month, try to learn some of the tips and techniques that he talks about here and that you try to learn about on this show to kind of help us navigate this journey called life when you may have some challenges with mental health issues or any other issues, health issues that you might be experiencing. I really am excited to share this one with you because it really connected with me. And thanks for your feedback. I got some feedback from the last show. They said, Sean, it was really different and really wasn't exactly what you normally talk about. But I wanted to share a personal side too. And I really enjoyed that format. So if you have any feedback on that episode or any feedback. I'm putting a show link in the notes of to our survey that you can fill out and let us know if the show is working for you, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. Because there's a lot of things that I want to make sure I cover and but I want to connect with you. You specifically, you that is listening to this right now, you, are you getting what you need out of it? So let me know. With that, let's get right into this episode. Chris latest when my mind screams cheers i really want to get into a few chapters of your book and the title is absolutely amazing when your mind screams finding peace and confidence in the midst of anxiety i mean who hasn't suffered from some form of anxiety maybe more serious or during the pandemic obviously really affect us all but there's three chapters of the book and i haven't read the entire book but i've i've got the kindle version and i've I've gone through some of the chapters. I kind of saw what what could hit me. And first of all, I want to say I really love the structure. We're talking about being a filmmaker, and I have a little bit of experience on that. But you you break it down into like three acts and kind of make it simple. And you have like you know three parts I want to talk about. But there's three parts: breathe, observe, and let go. And I want to talk about a chapter in each, if that's all right. Yeah, fantastic. The, the, so the first one was I think from the breathe section, and maybe you can talk a little bit about that, but newborn steps and it kind of talks about what we talked about a second ago what are your first steps what are the things you started to do can you talk a little bit about some tips or or things that could help us relating to that chapter or that section of the book yeah i mean you know look i think it's it's in that stage um you know when i started first getting into this and i, I don't know if you had experience with it but it's it's you don't know what to do everyone's telling you something different and for me on the east coast like i didn't really um, like I said, the environment was a little bit tough and I didn't really get the support from my parents. Unfortunately, um, you know, they, their, their tips were go work out, 
Um, I had a doctor told me to have a glass of wine. I was like, now I look at that. I look back at that now and I'm like, oh my God, uh, that's horrifying. Um, and so I think it's to, what I mean was, you know, people say take baby steps. I think you need to take even smaller steps and just take those steps. I mean, walk towards whatever is, you know, um, someone gives you an idea, give it a shot. If it doesn't work to throw it out. You know, but the, the the thing is to move forward. The thing is to lean into, you know, as a, as as an, as an anxiety sufferer, I at least initially would. I just wanted to manage the whole thing and just not deal with anything and just kind of like, what's the quickest thing that's just going to make this go away? And that's not really. You need to have forward progress, and again, whatever works for you. And there's, you know, I try to simplify things in the book and just really say, you know, there's. Out of all the things I've done, they all seem to come down to a few handful of things. Even you brought up, you had a podcast recently about the three things to crush morning anxiety. And I was laughing because I did those three things this morning. I mean, I got my journal right here, you know, and, uh, but it's just simple, small steps um, that you can do every, that, that need to be consistent, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And it sounds like maybe just starting something is, is a step or it's, or, you know, for me, it's like, all right, writing something down the night before, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up and go for a 10 minute walk or whatever it is like something, right? Like it's, 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 it, you have to start somewhere. So like, I really yeah. appreciate that. And I want to be clear. It's like, I wrote this book, but I, I look at this book now and re like, it's, I'm giving myself my advice as well. It's not like I've, this thing has just gone away. So it's, it's um, you know, that's a step for me to say, I don't have all the answers and um but this worked for me right this is this pro this process and i really connected with you uh, your book and your message and i think a lot of us can because you mentioned you're not a professional psychiatrist you're not a you know a therapist all that thing but you are like a lived experience guy you've been through it all and you you can tell people what it's like to kind of go through it but also i wanted to say it sounds like what you just said you use your own tools as therapy. You, you you wrote down the things that helped you have probably helped you really survive. And I can relate to that because part of doing a podcast like this is like keep reminding yourself of the things that can work and getting ideas. So I really appreciate the the work you're doing in that area for sure. Yeah. No, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This kind of leads into the next part of it, which is um observe. And I believe this is this was in the section, but like your daily spiritual practice, kind of relating to newborn steps, taking steps. Was that was I right? Is that in the observe section? Daily yeah, I think practice? yeah, I think it is because the observe is really understanding what's going, not only what's going through your mind, but also what your body is telling you. I mean, I, I got into it a little bit. Um, I didn't want to make this a trauma book because I think you need to have all the other kind of huh. you have to have other under you have to have understanding of how your mind works, maybe a little CBT before you get into that. So it's really understanding what your body's telling you, what your the all the the stuff that's going through your head. Um, but yeah, so a daily spiritual practice for someone could be like you mentioned the other day, could be those three things, but you're just doing it consistently, right? Mm. And we've all heard of the different, you know, to to meditate and to journal and gratitude and all these things and and they're all fantastic. And I think it's ultimately how can you dial those things into work for you, mm -hmm. right? If it's, you know, if 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 you're a parent and you're getting up in the morning and you have kids to deal with and all, like, can you fit something in that that 
allows you just to get present. I mean, really, that's that's what we're talking about. I mean, I how quickly are we grabbing our phones in the morning and doing other stuff? And I um, I just I try to at least for a couple of hours, which is not available to everyone, is to not look at emails, not look at news, and just really have that time and space for myself to let mm -hmm. to let uh, my body um, wake up to the morning and um, in a calm and peaceful way. You know? Yeah, what I'm hearing is we we hear a lot about in personal development, morning routines, morning rituals that, and you just kind of simplified it. I just kind of connected with really, if you can get up each morning and find a way to be present in some way, you know, anyway, it could be meditating, journaling, walking, whatever it is. It sounds like that sets you up for a better day. Yeah. And, and the one, the big one for me um, is to be kind to myself. Like the, immediately when I wake up, um, the mind is churning. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm usually like, first it goes like how many things I have on my plate that I got to do. And then if I'm not careful, it could be like, you're never going to get this done. You know, it just, this, this, this brutal stuff that you would never like say that to anyone, you know, you would never say these things to anyone else. So to really watch that. And, um, and again, now I've gotten into some more body stuff. Like am I feeling, you know, where am I feeling the anxiety in my body and, and what, you know, what is, what is that? You know, mm. um, I, I've gotten into this almost like question and body answer where, you know, for me being a little bit type a and wanting to get things done. And there's a, there's a desire to kind of, you know, just, know exactly everything like and 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 you know and so sometimes i just sit there and ask my body like what's going on what's going on today and just listen for an answer and wait i love that and one of the things i think i've talked about or had a guest we talked about being and feeling your moment so like in terms of meditating one of the tips that one of our guests gave was um give your mind something a little bit to do when you're meditating and and part of that can be getting in your body and feeling what's happening and kind of wearing your body and that type of thing. And, you know, use that as a, a guide. So it's a, diff a way of connecting and being present because sometimes feeling I, you know, when we start to do that, it feels pretty good and it doesn't feel pretty good, but it, it helps you get out of your head a little bit. So I, I really think that's a great one. Yeah. And in CBT and all those things, there's so many wonderful modalities out there and they feel like there's a new one every day. But for me, like therapy, it felt like a lot of neck up stuff. Like I, I felt like I was just kind of a robot and I was talking about the same things all the time. Um, and so, you know, now there's how can I get, you know, I work out a lot. So that's obviously a way for me to get in my body. But the it, with anxiety for me, and I think for a lot of others, we run to our head for solutions, right? And and we're trying to solve something with the thing that's creating the anxiety, you know? So it's like, it, it's a, it's kind of a puzzle. No. And it, <laughs> this is really great. Cause this leads me to my, my next part, which really is exactly what you're talking about in terms of your mind and trying to figure things out and all that was <clears throat> now the let go part. Mm, so what I, mm. what I, the chapter that stuck, uh, stuck out, um, it's a little bit, the title slightly different, simplify your effing life. Okay. And the thing I like, like talked about that is like your obsessive thinking. I'm sure I wrote this quote down. It says, my life is like shit and it hasn't amounted to anything. And like, that's so untrue. I mean, that's, that's like, that's a ridiculous statement. Anything like you've done nothing in your life. You have not helped right. one person. Right. Anyway, 
Um, so when I read that, um, that really hit. So in that chapter, I know we're simplifying your 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 book <laughs> a little bit, but and I encourage people to read it. But uh, but that part specifically, the obsessive thinking, the constant ruminating in your head about regret and decided on this, and I'm, I should be better in my life and all that. Uh, is that is that part of it? And how how do we start to let go of that stuff? Yeah. So, you know, originally the book was, it started off with a bunch of journaling when I was going through a really tough time, because I think that as you have mentioned numerous times on your podcast, just journaling or even uh, morning pages, which is for creatives is amazing. Just do a brain dump. I I have a tough time doing the three pages because it's like, and I I should, I really want to do the three pages because usually a page and a half in is when it really starts to get like, it starts to work. Right. I've tried to make the book like with, uh, so to start off with journaling, I try to really make the book simple, right? And because I feel that if it's something's complex or, and there's plenty of books out there clinical, like what's going on in your brain with the amygdala and all that. And that's all wonderful reading. But I, I think that for sufferers, they want to know how to get out of this craziness, right? Mm-hmm. And so how can I make it simple? Um, and, and, you know, the 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 two things I I would have started the book with, but I think it takes a while to get there, are leaning into the painful thoughts and feelings, or more more so just watching them, you know. And again, this is something you hear all the time, but I don't think people it's it sounds easy, but it's in, in practice, it's it's tough to sit with really uncomfortable feelings or sit with mind chatter and and for me it goes it it starts in the head and then gets in the body or you know it can go go both ways but sometimes when i sit with those excruciating you know feelings they'll be like a there'll be an ebb and a flow like it'll it'll get to a point and then it'll it'll just release and it's un and i really learned that in in trauma therapy um because i think that it's not the anxiety what you're feeling in your body it's how you are what I, you're, you're really reacting to it and not responding to it. Like it's, it's a horrible feeling, but then we, why we, we make it something we, we, we get in our head and start to talk about why am I feeling this? And why mm. then it gets to some of the stuff that you're talking about. I haven't done anything. And, and so if we can lean into these things, if we can sit with them and not, sometimes we can't, sometimes we can sit for a little bit and then back away, but you'll be able to, you're building a muscle, you know? And eventually you'll be able to, you'll, you'll, you'll be taught things from, from, from what your body's telling you and the mind will quiet down. I mean, I, I just think that that's, that's really what's worked for me. I mean, that's, you know, I'm getting, you know, goosebumps because that's exactly the types of strategies I'm trying to do. And it's so hard. That's why that section stuck out so much because the obsessive thinking, the one thing I, I thought about um, that you're mentioning and also kind of helped me a little bit is actually what I, what it was is when you're, when you're like questioning, like some statement like that, my life is like shit and hasn't amounted to anything instead of fighting it and saying, just saying, okay, really, you know, kind of sitting with it, you know, and just letting it pass through. It's not going to stay there. Your, your, your life isn't like shit, you know, you're, you're not going to stay in that state forever. Right. But it's like kind of watching it for me, watching it and just kind of letting it come. And usually it goes, <laughs> And you can ask questions. You know, the other thing I put in there, I mean, this is more obviously more CBT stuff, but, you know, Byron Katie, who's wonderful, she's got this thing called the work. And I mentioned it in the book and it's, you ask questions like, <clears throat> is that true? Like, 
Is that true? And if you can't give a, um, you know, a, I think the next question is, are you absolutely sure that's true? And usually that's a no. And then it, then it goes on to another set of questions. And so it, it, it allows, it really um, sets up a, 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 a way to walk through um, questioning these things in your head. Like, are they really true? Um, because, because again, as I say in the book, 90 plus percent of what flows through your head is not true. It's not. And it's, it's programming, it's parents, it's teachers, it's, you know, we develop our own, you know, we add on our own stuff. And so um, it, it really is a battle in the head that just, it can be relentless. As we're wrapping up, if is there anything that you want to touch on your book that I haven't touched on? And then if you can just lead into where to get your book. I mean, we can get your book. I, I bought it off Amazon. I mean, there's probably a million. Uh, you you should, it. I mean, I would have sent it to you. You should have just told me. I, I, I appreciate uh, uh, you. Uh, no supporting. problem. No problem. I, I got it on Kindle so I could read it like the, the last few days. Um, but yeah, just tell me, is there anything else in the book, like a message for people in this, that are listening to this in terms of, of anxiety or whatever you want to say about your book as we wrap up? Sure. Yeah. Look, I think that, um, you know, I wrote this book for anxiety sufferers, but I think that, you know, the, the timing coming out right after COVID, um, you see a lot of, I, I'm really worried about where the, the whole, mental illness thing is going to go because I think there's, there's going to be a lot of PTSD coming out of, you know, coming out of, um, uh, COVID people not may not necessarily have trauma like I have or others, but anxiety is everyone's deals with, you know, has it at some point in their life. And I think that the tools in here are, are workable with really with anyone, not just people with, with intense anxiety. And the other thing I would say is, you know, take it slow. Like I said, newborn steps. It's, you know, I, I've practiced a, a form of jujitsu called Ketsuga Jiu-Jitsu and we practice really slow. It's not like Tai Chi slow, but it's it's very slow. And and the idea is if you can do it slow, you can speed it up and then you can, then it, it can work at a faster pace down the road. And it's, you can't figure this out all at once. Um, I know that there's some there's some things in this book that can be re that, that might be really challenging for people, but um, and and just trust the process. Um, like I said, make it simple. Um, you know, lean in. You know, like I think the other thing you said recently on one of your podcasts was do the opposite of what, hmm. what your brain and mind is telling you. And again, not you're not going to run into you know don't run in front of a speeding train or I mean there's some obvious stuff, but feeling a little fear. Like as Stephen Pressfield says, if you're feeling a little fear of something you're writing, that's the thing you should be writing, you know? So it's lean in. Um, and again, I don't think it's the, the accent, the anxiety, it's really how we respond to it. It's, it's how we, um, hopefully we can respond to it and not react to it because, um, and you're not broken, you're not broken, you're not alone. Um, and you can get through this dark tunnel if you're in one right now. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And I appreciate that message as we're recording this. It's Mental Health Awareness Month for yeah. sure. Yep. And it's a, it's a month where we can all, you know, focus on being self-aware for ourselves, but actually looking out for other people as well that might be going through this. And I can't think of a better book for anybody with anxiety. And again, I I'll just want to reiterate how how nice it is to have somebody with lived experience kind of sharing stories and sharing their experience because people can relate to that. You know, I know I can relate to that. So I, I really appreciate that. 
Yeah, no, great. And be kind to yourself. That's the other big one that I try to tell myself every day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.